Much like Alice, we can all find ourselves chasing our own white rabbits. Distractions leading us in the wrong direction. Some conspiracies can serve as white rabbits, leading people into their lies. But in the end, it's just a rabbit. And conspiracy theories are just theories. Which begs the question, why are they so enticing? Why do so many people believe in them? The simple explanation is that they're, well, simple. Hi, friends. I'm Lyle Wiley, a high school English teacher and speech and debate coach in Thermopolis, Wyoming, and your host of the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast. We've reached the end of the regular season for Wyoming competitors, and I just want to congratulate all of the competitors and coaches on another season of celebrating and highlighting student voices in our community. Whether you're a state champ, a national qualifier, or a student who shared their passions and ideas with others but did not get much medal recognition, you're an inspiration, your voice matters, and congratulations to you all. I've added some new One Clap merchandise to our bonfire store in the last few weeks. The Junebug the Pug stuff is especially cool, getting a lot of purchases there. Amy Wiley designs all the good stuff that One Clap puts out, and the less good stuff is mine, but we make sure to put the good stuff on the merchandise, like the One Clap banner hoodie that I'm wearing right now. I'll be adding some new designs soon too, so be sure to check it out on our bonfire merchandise site that you can find in our show notes and on OneClapSpeechAndDebate.com. Cheyenne Central Senior and Team President Whitney Brooks is here today to share an original oratory on speech love. Whitney has been a Cheyenne Central speech and debate competitor for three years. She is the 2022 state champion in original oratory and a two-time national qualifier in oratory as well. The speech that she shares today is from her 2021 season and it's called Down the Rabbit Hole. This cool speech tackles conspiracy theories. So, a quick word about how to use these Speech Spotlight episodes. First off, you can enjoy an excellent, engaging, and well-done speech. The Speech Spotlight is another opportunity for students to share their unique and powerful voice to an audience in an audio format. So sit back and enjoy some brilliance from our speech and debate community. Second, consider how you might use this speech as a model for anyone who is looking to write and perform their own original oratories. Third, these speeches could be excellent learning tools for coaches and competitors. Actively reflecting on what makes a speech powerful, effective, or even flawed can help coaches and competitors add more tools and ideas to their own speaking toolboxes. All right, so let's jump right into Whitney's original oratory, Down the Rabbit Hole. Full disclosure here, I love Alice in Wonderland. I'll admit the original book may have been a little weird, but come on, it's a classic and it's relatable. Alice follows a distraction down an unfortunate path and ends up literally tumbling into an entirely different reality, one which she must fight her way through in order to wake up. See? Relatable! All jokes aside, this story actually can mirror a variety of lived experiences, but I think it's most applicable to those who find themselves engulfed in conspiracy theory culture. While the basic shape of the story may be the same, conspiracy theories have far darker real-life consequences than getting high with that blue caterpillar thing. And what's contributing to and resulting from conspiracies is often, just like the implications of that caterpillar, brushed under the rug. So today, let's examine. First, why people believe conspiracy theories. Second, the adverse political and social effects these theories can have. And third, what can be done to limit or reverse the consequences of belief in conspiracies? Much like Alice, we can all find ourselves chasing our own white rabbits. 
distractions leading us in the wrong direction. Some conspiracies can serve as white rabbits, leading people into their lies. But in the end, it's just a rabbit. And conspiracy theories are just theories, which begs the question, why are they so enticing? Why do so many people believe in them? The simple explanation is that they're, well, simple. As Rob Brotherton explains in his 2015 book, Suspicious Minds, conspiracy theories offer a simplistic reason for the problems of a nation's existence. To really dig into what he's saying, let's consider the chemtrails theory that rose to popularity in the U.S. in the 90s. Taking its name from the contrails that we see in the sky behind planes as they fly, the chemtrails theory stated that the United States government was using airplanes to release toxic chemicals into the atmosphere, which were then supposedly responsible for everything, from sickness to aggression to climate change. By now, we hopefully know that all of these actions and occurrences have far richer causes than scary plane chemicals. But wouldn't it be so much easier if that really was the only origin? If all of our problems had such simple causes and would therefore have much simpler solutions? Yeah, there lies the danger. Brotherton continues that conspiracies present a view of reality in which, quote, events do not have multiple causes and the chance factor in history is discarded, end quote. In essence, in the world of these theories, every event can be traced back to deliberate actions taken by the conspirator. Nothing is accident. Nothing is coincidence. This effectively eliminates the ambiguity of history, instead opting for a simplified version. It is much easier to believe that bad things happen because the Illuminati wanted them to than to admit that bad things just happened or that people make mistakes. It is much easier to believe that you were wronged than to admit you were wrong. This makes you more susceptible to misinformation over time. Misinformation which then compounds, creating a sort of positive feedback loop, leading people to making greater and greater assumptions, believing theories less and less connected to our generally accepted shared reality. People fall down the rabbit hole. And as our friend Alice could likely tell us, the trip down the rabbit hole is not quick, nor is it comfortable. However, once the journey has begun, it's nearly impossible to return to the surface. And the reality that we find at the bottom is almost entirely incompatible with the one we left behind. Take, for instance, the theory posited by David Goldberg on Twitter in October 2016, stating that Hillary Clinton and other top Democrats ran a human trafficking and child sex ring in the upper floor of a Washington, D.C. pizza parlor. Yeah, that happened. While this theory has been clearly and repeatedly debunked, it did manage to gain quite a bit of traction being dubbed by proponents online as Pizzagate. At first, it was just something for the rest of us to laugh at. Come on, the place is called Comet Ping Pong Pizza. But as the theory was propagated around social media, some people began to take it very seriously. In December 2016, a 28-year-old North Carolinian decided to take action after seeing and spreading the theory online. He traveled to the supposed site of this trafficking, and he opened fire with an AR-15-style rifle, firing three shots that struck walls, a desk, and a door. The perpetrator of this violence later told police he was attempting to investigate theories he had seen on 4chan. 
While no lives were lost in this incident, it is horrifying to think of the tragedy that could have been. Tragedy which occurs far too often. For a more recent example, we only need to look to the 2020 presidential election, in which rumors began sprouting up that the election was fraudulent, rigged, stolen. A conspiracy theory coined the big lie. Whereas the violence triggered by Pizzagate in 2016 only had the potential for tragedy, the January 6th riots at the U.S. Capitol brought on by this conspiracy made tragedy a reality. Five deaths have been attributed to the Capitol riots that day. Five lives lost because people took the easy way out and believed a theory that said they were unquestionably right. Like I said, there is no easy way out of the rabbit hole. Unfortunately for us, though, kinetic conflict like this is not even the only kind of conflict created by conspiracy theories. As anyone even adjacent to the political sphere and about half of this year's oratories can attest, our nation is becoming more divided by the day. But don't just take it from me here. In 2009, Bill Bishop's book, The Big Sort, described the titular decades-long Big Sort, stating that Americans are increasingly clustering into like-minded communities. As Bishop explains, surrounding yourself with people who think just like you think has a profound effect. It's human nature that when like-minded people gather, they collectively grow even more extreme. This is especially and often dangerously true for conspiracy communities. Now let's add in another ingredient, enmity or hostility. It's clear that partisan Americans dislike each other quite a bit. We live separately, snarling at each other from across an ever-growing divide. The result? is a political sphere dominated by fear and rage, in which legitimate policy differences often take a backseat to the list of grievances that red possesses against blue, and blue against red, and back and forth, 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 and do you remember getting the invitation to the Mad Hatter's Tea Party? Yeah, me neither. At this point, it becomes clear to Alice and hopefully to the rest of us, that we need to wake up from this elaborate dream. The approach that we take to wake up, to slow or stop the spread of conspiracies, boils down to personal accountability. This means that regardless of who you're talking to, you have to be sure that you're placing even greater emphasis on facts and established truths. This is an individual change. But this personal accountability is a necessary prerequisite for the institutional change that is also badly needed. The media needs to be held accountable. I know this is a tired refrain, but it's crucial to understand that we are living in a moment in history in which credible, well-sourced facts in scientific research and news reports are just not particularly meaningful to lots of people. Until that changes, we must continue to repeat the cliche lines that I'm sure you are tired of hearing in speeches and that I know speech kids are tired of saying. When journalism is truthful and when it is trusted, we can combat misinformation much more effectively. The consumer has the power to influence the product that they receive. This is especially true with the media we consume. So we have to make a change. Don't just sing along to the tune of Very Merry Unbirthday. 
because fighting the epidemic of misinformation will involve recognizing the madness around you and, even more importantly, calling it out. In a 2019 study from the Institute of Public Relations, researchers found that the most trusted sources of information are other people. 74% of respondents had high levels of trust in information from family and 70% trusted information from friends. We cannot let each other down here. We need to live up to this trustworthy reputation and make sure that we are checking ourselves and those around us, especially those who may be in their own wonderland without wanting to wake up. In the end, the best thing we can do here is to speak to each other with kindness and calmness and most importantly, with truth. So overall, where in Wonderland, or rather, where on earth, does this even leave us? Well, at the very least, you got a refresher on Alice in Wonderland. But probably more importantly, the aspects of conspiracies we've discussed today need to be brought to light through frank conversation just like this. They are unbelievably easy to believe in, and the forces dragging people down the rabbit hole are unquestionably sinister. Look, I know that it's easy to mock conspiracies and those who believe in them. And I get it. They can be funny. The idea that lizard people control every facet of our life and one of them is Beyonce? Yeah, that's funny. But ultimately, the best way to combat this is the harder option. Empathy. Understanding the places that people are coming from, the appeal of their white rabbits, and the forces dragging them down the rabbit hole. Working with people, rather than against them, to communicate more effectively and truthfully. That is how we solve this. How we fix our communication and our information, and by extension, that is how we begin to pull our nation out of the rabbit hole. Thanks so much to Whitney for sharing her conspiratorial and creative original oratory. Be on the lookout for a one-clap interview with Whitney in which she discusses her speech and debate experience, her original oratories, her deep, dark, band nerd secret, and a whole lot more. If you have an idea or a request for one-clap speech and debate, send me an email at lyowiley at gmail.com or reach out on one-clap speech and debate podcast website or social media that are linked in the show notes. Hey, it's time for some shout-outs. Thank you to everyone who is a patron of One Clap Speech and Debate. Your kind gifts help me keep this show going. I want to extend a special thank you today to the Wyoming Speech and Debate Forensics Association for the honorarium they voted to award to help me with the podcast in terms of costs and upgrades. Thank you so very much. Hopefully I can use that to extend One Clap Speech and Debate even more and make it even more useful to our community. To all of our patrons, Thank you to Marcus, Londy, Debbie, Missy, Ashley S, Ashley M, Beth, Laura, Brenda, Aaron, Terry, Tina, Alan, Matt, Joel, and Aron for your continued support. Thank you to our newest patron, Rick Dorn. Check out our Patreon page, also linked in the show notes, if you'd like to join in support of One Clap Speech and Debate and partner with me on this journey. I just got some new sticker designs that I'm going to be sending to our patrons here soon. They were super cool. Thanks for listening, and happy preparations for all the national qualifiers out there from One Clap Speech and Debate. One Clap Podcast.